Hello and welcome to another episode of Loose Cannon. We're back here once again talking about Destiny. And uh, this week we are going to be talking about... Uh, I think I think we'll talk a little bit about season of the witch as it is now the literally final season. I, I feel like we've we've like finished our talks on witch, but then they, they gave us a little bit more. Uh, yeah. Mostly we're gonna be we're gonna be uh, talking about what we hope and expect to see in season of the wish, and then in in three days, two days, uh, two or three days, we will get to see if uh, if we're right or wrong on some of our predictions. So that'll be fun. Yep. Can't wait. Yeah. It, it, it's, 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 we've been really good about, uh, not missing episodes, but it, every time that we come back, it feels like it's been like months since we've talked. <laughs> do you, do you feel yeah. that? Is that just a me thing? <laughs> no, I, I agree. Yeah. Cause you know, I mean, two weeks, a lot can happen in the world of destiny and the community in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, uh, I think this was one of those weeks in in this in this in this bridge here. Um, <clears throat> we we had the reveal for the uh, the Witcher armor set, the the Eververse armor set. Yeah, that was um, so. That was the latest thing that happened, right? That was that was the latest thing that happened in in terms of like communal news. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think about that? Uh, I never played The Witcher. I haven't even seen the show. I know yeah. zero about it. Um, I get it, but I don't. I don't really know anything about the lore or anything. I, I heard it's really good, you know, the mm -hmm. game, and I heard that the show is really good. Mm -hmm. uh, but like to the extent of that knowledge, I, I know nothing other than what I see on the community. Because <laughs> uh, it's, it's based off a series of books. I don't know if you knew that. Uh -huh. <clears throat> I, I I got that part, but I didn't understand like like I don't even know what the Witcher is to be honest. Still, uh, <laughs> I have very limited knowledge of it because I only read like the first two or three books, and uh -huh. technically, I think the first two books are prequel books. I don't I don't know. I I just read what I was told to read, and they were all right. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. I think it's the it's either the first or second book though, and that's what I think that I, I I said on Twitter how perfect it is that this is coming with season four, uh, because one of the first two books is actually called The Last Wish. Ah, uh, no so kidding. it's like that's that's fucking perfect. Um, <laughs> it's awesome. Aside from that, of course, you have uh, The Witcher is like the monster hunter. He's like it's it's the trade, right? Like, oh, oh, you you're the guy that goes and hunts all the fucking things that go bump in the night. You know, it's the thing that's been done to death by now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, which is also kind of appropriate for guardians because that's kind of like what we are. And I think there's something about immortality with the Witcher. Like, you can die, but you won't die of age. So they're they're from my probably incorrect, very limited knowledge. This is a fantastic thematic crossover. Yeah. There's a lot of parallels. Yeah. Neat. And the armor set looks amazing. Like, like absolutely fucking, like, huge applause to the design team who did that. Because what was the one that... What was the last crossover armor set we just had? Was it, um... Well, it was Horizon? the three. It was, yeah, it was... Yeah, yeah it was yeah. Horizon... 
Kratos and the um, <clears throat> the other Assassin's one. Creed. No, it was the other one. The the like Roman thing. Yeah, Assassin's Creed. Oh, was it? Was that? An, so we got two Assassin's Creed uh, themes armor sets. Wait a second. Or was that just the one? No, I don't even know now. Because I know that we oh, have man. a Horizon Zero Dawn armor set for the Hunter. Well, I, knew I'm not that. A... I knew that. We got the Kratos one for the Titan, but then there was, was a the... Kratos one oh. for the Titan? Wasn't there? I don't know, man. I remember Kratos going to Fortnite. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was. I'm, pre... I'm pretty sure. Maybe there is two Assassin's Creed uh sets no because wouldn't why be why, why wouldn't no because hunter does have an assassin's creed armor set because i have that set wait huh yeah, yeah because because they did um they did the different games like i think the wall the warlocks got altair and uh the titans got whoever the hell they got and the hunters got um uh uh origins oh, last of us. oh no last of the blah blah blahs the samurai thing I just looked it up. It's the it's that it was the If you just looked it up, what's it, was, it called? I'm trying to find the name. I'm just looking at the <laughs> picture. And I, I recognize it's the um the uh samurai set for the warlock. Oh, uh called? Ghost of Shish- Ghost of Tsushima. Right? Yeah. Cuz it was the it was the PlayStation crossover. So it has to be. Yeah, and then the and then the last of us was the ghost and the sparrow. Yeah, that's right. That's right. There we um, go. There okay. We go. Sorry. Sorry there for that. That, makes that sense. very uh, very fun listening <laughs> derailing there. Um, I like what I was trying to say is I like the uh, horizon. I I'm only going to play hunter. I'm only ever going to get anything for hunter. I was very jealous of the warlock set from that that <clears throat> crossover drop he's yeah. very jealous of that the the horizon zero dawn armor while it looks very good and it's probably like one of the most thematic destiny looking sets because like that like that's from fucking destiny when you look at it it's like yeah, yeah that it really fits does perfectly. look like it yeah um it just wasn't it wasn't what it wasn't my style the last wish uh not the last wish the the witcher set that they're doing looks really fucking good though and um i'm a little conflicted i because i don't want to buy silver anymore i don't want to buy anything extra anymore because it's like well (laughs) yeah shitty practices lose support so it's it it sucks the position you're in because you know it's like if the game doesn't do well there's no more game and yeah. the people that are still there, you want to support them. But at the same time, you want to show upper management that mm-hmm. what they're doing really sucks. I think, yeah. I think as I think on the whole, they get it. You know, I, get, I think they understand it. Um, it's like what we were saying last time. <clears throat> there comes a point in time when people need to recognize that art has no, mm-hmm. you know, like there's no inherent value on art. Uh, it's whatever you deem it 
is mm-hmm. worth, right? So so they need to hold up Destiny in that regard as if we're playing art. You know, it's it's yeah. it's not it's not only a game. At this point it's really driven by the community. And the community says, you know, I mean it's yeah. It's just like what happened with Wall Street. Remember GameStop and the stocks and all that? <laughs> it's all made up. I just got up. through watching that. I just got through watching that dumb money movie last night. So oh. I'm on a tear. <laughs> yeah. So good though. It was so was good. Was it? I'll check it out. Yeah, it was it was really good. Uh the end really gets you. It was good, good. Uh, um But yeah, no, anyway. no, uh video, video games as a whole, not 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 just Destiny. All all video yeah. games. It's yeah, it's video an art games form as a whole, and specifically that sucks. Yeah. yeah. And so it, we've seen we've seen the ebbs and flows of what happens when corporations and executives and upper, you know, uh, group, uh, investment groups, mm-hmm. whatever, when they have too much pull and and uh, and whatnot, it it really taints the end result. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know it. It just really makes it all crap, you know. It's it's like there there's a time and there's a sweet spot for everything, and you know you need to capture that. You need to hold on to it with everything you got, and don't sell out, right? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, anyway. Yeah. No, you're 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 completely right, and and um, I. I, I I won't derail it further. I, I was going to say something because I, as you were saying that, I was like, I have a perfect example of exactly what you're saying, um, sitting on my desk in front of me. So it was, uh, I'll be good and not, not bring it up. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, you you want to speak with your wallet with things like this, and it's yeah. like I don't, I want to get that armor set. The armor set's awesome. I want to use it. I don't want to support the practices, especially. Uh, I think it was uh, JP Deathblade on Twitter. <clears throat> he he went through because there are certain things that you can actually track, like through the API. He went through and found how many player, how much percentage of players, etc., bought certain items, and then was able to like factor out how much money that actually equated to. And it's like an astronomical amount of money, and it's so. And I know, I know, making video games aren't cheap. But when you when you see these these uh, in game currency sales be that fucking high, and then they get said, "No, nah, it's not enough, though." It's like, right? So here's here's my here's my biggest here's my biggest window to you know just as as somebody who owns his own business, and you know, I'm I'm wrapped up in sales a lot of times with with people that have a lot of money on my day to day. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what I, what I've able to understand both from, from the perspective of a consumer and from the perspective of a business owner slash investor, mm-hmm. um, what I'm able to see is that they always try to use comp comparables mm-hmm. when justifying how good something does and that's just across the board in any kind of business right so if you sell apples you're going to try to see how much your competitors are selling their apples for what kind of apples they are how good are they what do people deem is good about this apple blah 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 the product right Mm -hmm. Uh, and so you come up with your own inherent value as to how much your apple is worth because you 
you know, attach certain things to your apple. So if, if your apple is organic, um, the farming of your apple is, uh, you know, uh, good for the environment, things like that. Now yeah. your apple has more value. Um, and so the problem with that is when you have a bird's eye view and that's really all you have, it's hard to understand what the people in the trenches are our feeling is most valuable about your product. So mm -hmm. if the apple doesn't taste good, it doesn't matter because at the end result, if the customer buys the apple and it takes a bite out of it and they, they just like, this sucks. It doesn't matter what you do, how great you are, what your price is. And so we're the ones in the trenches as a consumer eating the apple. And when it doesn't taste good, we don't want it. And so we don't care anymore. And then, but then there's the other thing. If it's a juicy, delicious apple and we've been eating it for so long, as soon as we recognize that, hey, how are we getting this apple? Oh crap, there's some really bad stuff going on on how they make this apple. We don't want it anymore. So there's a double-edged sword and you know, you've got to find that perfect sweet spot where where people can make money and survive, but at the same time, people have a great product to digest. Mm -hmm. And uh, <clears throat> I guess the only thing I'm really trying to say is the people that are up at the top, they're not in the trenches. It's very difficult for them to understand what the reality is of how great this game is. And mm -hmm. so the only thing they can compare it to is how successful are other games. So what do we have? to to compare to destiny <laughs> not a lot exactly <laughs> there's, there's nothing like Destiny. <clears throat> and so when people see a game like overwatch selling millions and millions of dollars on whatever skins mm -hmm. stuff like that what does the game overwatch give you you, okay. you have a multiplayer game some maps yeah. you go around and kill each other with and what what else is Overwatch? Does it have a story? Do they have missions? Do they have an open world to explore? Do they have lots of lore to digest? Do they have tons of artists working on the game like Destiny? Do they have tons of writers? Do they have tons of all of this other stuff? Yes, Take to a number even of the games. Yeah, so what I mean is the the amount. So the, it's just not comparable. Yeah. It's very and so different. what these guys with these guys up in the top are seeing is, well, it costs this much to make Overwatch, but they're making way more money. Mm -hmm. So it costs a significantly lesser amount to make that game and invest, you know, time-wise, whatever you attribute, money, monetary time, all of those investments into making that game versus Destiny. Destiny takes an insane amount of work to mm -hmm. make it. I mean, we know that. Yeah. Um, because any little thing that they want to do, it takes a while. And uh, and Destiny has a ton in it. Even though we say, oh, there's nothing in there. You know, it's just because we're relating it to our experience seasonal-wise. Seasonal yeah. But all that being said, Destiny and, and, has a ton of stuff in it. And that's why I'd be, I'm the type, I don't understand the people who, who look at like, um, I've seen I've seen a few of these takes. I don't, I don't remember the names of the people I wouldn't say that if I did. <clears throat> who would say things like, um... If we ever had another Taken King drought, I would quit the game. And it's like, 
Yeah, and then you come back when it's when the drought's over. Like it, it's not a drought. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just you play the uh, game until you stop having fun with it and you play something else. Like I'm not, I'm not playing every game that I've bought since I was a child. You know, like I I buy them, right. I play them until I'm I've had my fun with them, and then I put them down. And a so lot of Destiny's- times I like to pick them back up after after a while. Destiny's in this weird spot because early on they didn't know what the game was going to be when they first yeah. made it it just it grew, grew because of the community uh that being said with a live service game and to be able to keep creating you've got to keep having ports and way stations for revenue to come in right yeah. so you have to create a seasonal model you have to create skins and you know eververse and I remember when Eververse was very, when it was first introduced, everybody was up in arms and screaming about, oh my God, the game is going to go to to shit, you know, and here we are. And, you know, and, and they weren't entirely and then, wrong. I know, but like it, the outrage that was going on with that is it pales in comparison to the apathy that we have towards mm. all of the tons of skins and stuff. It's just like, it was so hypocritical of us back then to say, you know, I can't believe that you would charge $5 for a, a skin on a gun. And now we're talking $30. Yeah. You know, I think, it's just I think like, the, uh, I think the Witcher set is $20. <laughs> it's crazy. It is. It, it genuinely is. Um, <clears throat> but <laughs> I, I don't have an answer. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah, I. It's it's just one of those things where it's like, and that, that's what I was trying to, to starting to get to, where it's like, the the reason it might feel like there's not much added to the game is because it's it's because of the seasonal model. I'm very mm-hmm. hopeful that if, I mean, there's rumors, so who knows. Um, <clears throat> if the game is to truly continue beyond Final Shape. Um, I'm really hopeful that the episode model fixes that and it, they, they like break free of this. Every three months is a new season. Every year is a new expansion. Every three months is a new season model and just let like build something worth selling every time. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. And if you want to have like an episode here and there, to be like, hey, you know, here's something smaller, but it, it's an episode, so it's not a full price game, and it's a little bit of a drip, drip fed content, and it's kind of side, it's kind of like a tangential story. It's not part of the main right. narrative, you know. It's like a filler arc in, in like an anime. It's like, is it fun? Yeah, it's fun. It's got some new things to do, and it, it's not as as big and elaborate. And it's like, okay, well then I'll come back for that because that sounds fun. Um, I really, I really hope to see that be. Uh, the avenue the game goes. I, I, I agree. I think I think the bad thing is is that we just got somewhere along the way we got into this idea that we constantly have to be playing Destiny. Yeah. You don't always. <laughs> you don't. And 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 I I hearken back to the days of D one when I would hop on on Tuesday, I would hurry up and knock out the nightfall so that I could get the buff for the week. Yeah. Then I would go and, and get all my bounties done. Uh, the weekly ones. And then, you know, day to day, I would pop on for like 30 minutes, knock out the dailies and then go on to a different video game instead of this idea that I have to constantly be playing destiny, Mm -hmm. which is, which is where we're at because 
the seasonal models give us this huge track mm. you know let's 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 be real and and who is it who is it helping it's helping the people that are constantly playing Destiny, and that's and fine i have friends like that like i have a I have, I have a friend who knocks out the track in the first week and it's like mm, yeah like a hundred a hundred yeah like, it's impossible for me yeah with a lot of prep of course like like sure. for the past for the past six weeks he's been doing all the bounties and stuff the bounties mm. that'll carry over and it's like all right day one he's at level or he's at rank 25 as yeah. are a bunch of my other friends and they'll all get together for that first week of playing and they're always together always getting the shared wisdom buff that like lets you <laughs> yeah. you know just multiply it yeah. and make it go by fast yeah. and it's like yeah he he enjoys that i'm not i'm not bashing him for enjoying that yeah yeah no, i can no. never do i it. want people i want any i don't want and i say it over and over and over it's beating a dead horse I, yeah you, no one should ever feel like they're being punished for playing this game the way that they want mm -hmm. to play I, agree. I think everyone who plays this game should be entitled to having fun regardless of what's going on and 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 everything so like if you're a grinder or if you're super you know casual mm -hmm. one of the great things i i do look forward to is this uh uh the revamp of guided games what is it called now the the what, thing where, the, where you... the lfg does it have a yeah does it have a special name i don't remember fire team so. finder something yeah <laughs> i think that actually might be it it's in beta apparently so they just went ahead and put it out to where people can yeah, actually, guided games you know, was partake. in beta too <laughs> yeah forever <laughs> uh so i i am excited to see what happens with that because i think that's probably a missing element that could help uh energize the game because like we were just pointing out there are diehard grinders out there that are willing to help or you mm. know get have, that genuinely do enjoy helping others right so mm. let's get back to that let's get back to the the days of going out on a patrol and seeing a brand new blueberry and then he's trying to you know shoot a shank and he can't and so you go over there with your gallahorn and knock it out for him and then he gets his little yeah. <laughs> armor right let's get back to that day where we just help somebody randomly yeah remember uh in in taken king actually because i feel like that was like one of those like pinnacle moments of that uh in taken king you'd have the taken uh taken events i don't know what they if they actually had a name or not where it was like this location will sometimes have this taken boss and it was it was like a thing that kind of ran parallel to public events but it was like special yeah. for the taken king i'd love to see more of those like world bosses you know yeah there like you go. incentivizing going to new and old locations and yeah. um uh we do have that and maybe Maybe I'm wrong for saying it. We do have that right now on Neo Muna, which I know in the first few weeks of playing, that was huge. Everyone was doing, uh, what was it called? Terminal Overload? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone was doing that because it would get you the keys, it would get you the rep, you can dupe the chest, uh, things like that. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's the longevity of it, where it's like those Taken events, you'd have to be good. But you could solo those. I don't think you can solo a terminal overload, or maybe no, it's maybe no it's way. not timed, so you can just do it no. forever. Yeah, I, th I think it might not be timed, so you can just. Oh wait, no, it is timed, right? It's got like yeah, three it, stages. It runs. 
it runs out yeah so if you can get to the stage, third yeah. stage it, it third yeah. stage goes forever stage one and two are timed yeah either way um hopeful for the future i think that's that's the biggest thing Hope for the future <laughs> <laughs> Oh, crap. What? Is that the song? Yes. <laughs> the, the the song in the game, right? Yes. That's a, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. It's been a while since they've referenced that song, hasn't it? Like, uh, it has. Oh, it has been a minute. I think I think the last time they, they did it was in Forsaken? Oh, because of the, the, the dance club? Yeah, and the dance club. When did when did yeah. uh when did the zero hour mission come out? Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess that was after. That was after Forsaken. Yeah, definitely. That was like Shadowkeep or something, Beyond Light Shadowkeep? Mm, something. Okay. It was it was then. Whenever whenever Zero Hour came out, that was the last time they referenced it because you could actually go to uh you it was closed off but you could go down to the hunter the hunter lodge (laughs) and you can hear it it was super distorted yeah and that's another thing bring back the fucking hunter lodge because we need a cool place of our own yeah cage ship docked at the hunter lodge yeah that was awesome i always i I always made people mad when i was like that's the hunter lodge and they're like no it's not i'm like look around (laughs) yes it is it's filled with sniper rifles hunter armor and the hunter logo Mm-hmm. That's where Zer hangs out. Well, anyway, <laughs> would you like to uh, get into the lore card this week? Yeah, absolutely. So, brought to you from Destiny Army Defined. It's our weekly lore card. Yeah. Um. So you know, like we're we're talking about Ahamkara and all that stuff, and and I, for one, am like insanely excited to see what happens with that and so i thought this one would be a little bit relevant uh because this is like throwback way back Mm -hmm. like imagine those days in d1 and you're picking up weapons and you're not even paying attention to anything this could two tap right huh this was this was the gun that you could two tap with right and and pvp oh is it is this that one i think it is you keep oh, talking. Wow. I'm going to look it up. Okay. All right. So this was a gun. It it, it was legendary, uh, but I don't, I can't remember. I don't know. I, I think this might've started off as a rare and then they turned it to legendary. If, uh, I don't remember. Year one uh, debuted in House of Wolves. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So yeah, there we go. So um the model on these hand cannons back in the day if you remember they were just like used to death right but they would bolt on little different things to them and and give them a neat little you know add-ons like a scope here or a laser sight here or just this weird like holster thing or like a little holder tab or whatever they would were called uh they got some cool features but this one kind of flew under the radar radar under other other than maybe it had that two tap capability, I I never used it, really. Um, yeah, uh, to to give you a little uh, <clears throat> destiny history on that, looking it up on uh, on the the wiki, I'm remembering it now. 
Uh, Ill Will had a very low magazine. Its magazine says from five to nine, but I swear to God you were able to get it to, like down to three. Uh, and it could also roll with luck in the chamber. So, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so basically it's like, all right, well, I have luck in the chamber and all it could, it could roll luck in the chamber final round. So I oh, think that's, no. I think that was, that was the magic of it where, where, okay. where you, you take your first shot. And if you hear the bling of luck in the chamber, you reload, you do it again and you, you get this one, you know, boom, boom, that person's dead. You got luck final round yeah. and, uh, then you have to reload and, and and hope for it again. And and it was it was a primary <clears throat> weapon where you didn't you know run out of ammo, right? No, they did. They ran out of ammo. They ran out of ammo oh, back did? then. Okay. Okay. They got rid of that in D two. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because you could do two two primaries. Technically, is what they were calling. You know, you could run. Anyway, so <laughs> getting into the lower card. Uh. Ill will. The flavor text on this one is particularly relevant uh, because, so like you're back in House of the Wolves, you're just reading flavor text. You're not paying attention. You mm-hmm. don't know anything about anything, right? At that point, you know a little bit about the lore. You're starting to find out about House of Wolves and Mara. But like at that point in the game, we knew nothing. But here's the flavor text. And it says, I am a particular genie for a particular wish. And so you're like, what the hell does that mean back then, right? Yeah. Um, but we know a lot now about wishes and what that means and what they're talking about. Uh, but it's funny because the flavor text is playing with the name of the gun. And so what does that mean? So ill will is like an expression you say, you know? You know people have used it before. I'm sure most people listening to this podcast have heard it in a way Uh But like, for instance, I wish you no ill will, right? Mm -hmm. So see, it's kind of funny. You're playing with that wordplay of, I wish you no ill will. Uh, And so the gun is kind of saying, I'm a particular genie for a particular wish. Maybe it's saying something counter to that, right? Like, well, I wish you bad will. Like, I'm going to kill you with this gun or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But in light, in of the grimoire in light of Ahamkara and wish dragons, it brings on a whole nother meaning. And so if you think about, I wish you know ill will as a statement expression, uh, it means you, you harbor no negative intentions or desires towards another. Um, but here's where we get into fun stuff. So a genie is a supernatural being or spirit. Most people know this, you know, we all know about genies, uh, they they're rooted in Middle Eastern folklore and Islamic mythology. Um, they they possess great powers and the ability to grant wishes. Like that's just the gist of it. Mm-hmm. So when you think about wish dragons and you think about Ahamkara and you think about like where does that pull from as far as folklore and mythology and why do we even you know think about you know wish dragons? Well, it, it's really playing with the the old genie uh idea the old idea of folklore and what do genies do and so historically um you know just on the face of it the expression i wish you no ill will is just a statement of goodwill which means that 
you know, one harbors no negative intentions or desires towards another person. It conveys, conveys a, a genuine sentiment or a holding of no ill feelings, resentment, or malice towards an individual, right? But as far as genies go, we know that there's always um, like a twist, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you make a wish with a genie, certain things can happen. So let's get into that. So a genie is a supernatural being or spirit often associated with Middle Eastern folklore, Islamic mythology. Uh, they're known for possessing great powers and the ability to grant wishes. Genies are typically depicted as either benevolent or mischievous entities. They're capable of manifesting in various forms, shapeshifters. They're often bound to objects, lamps, and bottles, you know, Ahamkaras are locked in cells a lot of times or being trapped or held as armor pieces, blah, blah, blah. They're bound <laughs> to their bones. Yeah, bound to their bones. Uh, they're often per portrayed as wish granters. Their true nature and intentions can vary. So it adds an unpredictability to their character. So like in, in stories and, and folklore, there's always, you know, this like idea that you can't circumvent a genie. <laughs> Or they have a, like an ulterior motive. Um, throughout mythology and folklore, genies have had their origins traced to a diverse range of legends and beliefs. Origins in Islamic beliefs, uh, the concept of genies, also known as jinn, originated in a ancient Arabian folklore and found prominence in Islamic theology. And so this is important because the word jinn for genie is an Islamic word. Uh, that word has been brought up in Destiny lore as well. Uh, so there are a couple of places where you could search on in Ishtar that would lead you back to Jin as a, as a concept or, you know, Genie, another name for Genie. Uh, according to Islamic beliefs, Jin are sentient beings created from smokeless fire existing in a parallel world alongside humans. They possess free will and are inherently invisible, although they have the power to manifest in various forms. Now, what does that sound like? I mean, Ankara. Yeah. <laughs> so there it is right there. So if you're ever wondering, like, what the hell is an Ahamkara? I really think they're playing with the idea of the jinn, which live in a parallel world alongside us, and they possess their own free will, and they're invisible, but they can manifest themselves to us in various forms, mm. just like the shape-shifting Ahamkara, which live on a different realm that we, anyway. So the genie story that we all know about because of Disney and everything else um, is the one from the Arabian Nights. Uh, it's one of the most renowned collections of folklore. Uh, it's, it's basically 1,001 Nights. Uh, it's com commonly referred to as the Arabian Nights. Uh, it's kind of like the, the thing about it. Uh, it's contributed to the popularization of genies in a global culture, you know, that we know today. Um, this particular collection features captivating tales where genies play pivotal roles, granting wishes to humans, often leading to unforeseen consequences. Like, for instance, the iconic Aladdin story. Uh, it's genie in the lamp has become an iconic representation of genies in literature and in slash entertainment. Uh, er early Persian mythology, which gave birth to this, um, 
there was a word called a div, which referred to the spirits or demons played, which played a fundamental role in shaping the image of genies. So divs are also powerful beings that sometimes interact with humans, mm-hmm. sharing similarities with the perception of genies and supernatural in- entities. The word div has also come up too in Destiny. Um, the blending of Persian and Arabian folklore contributed to the expansion of genie legends across various cross-cultural adaptations. So from India to Greece, genies took on different names such as Dijin in Indian folklore and Daemons in e- ancient Greek mythology, which we know about Daemons too. <laughs> mm. Uh, so anyway, to summarize it, the belief in magical beings capable of granting wishes remains a common thread um, with distinct cultural interpretations. Uh, genies are not just wish-granting beings, uh, but symbols of human aspirations, cautionary tales, and a testament to a rich tas- tapestry of cultural imagination. Um, so this little legendary hand cannon that existed in destiny one may have been a nice little Easter egg for us all along about wishes and Ahamkara. <clears throat> that, that that's one of those things where, um, <clears throat> it's, it's like, you never know it what what they were trying to do when they were trying to do it right and so um that's actually what this season is i have i have a lot to say about what this season's like intro piece is <laughs> in regards to that um but so uh, was that was that uh, the end of the lore yeah, card? Yeah, that's okay, it. I'll pull that off yeah. the screen. So I I do want to still talk about that just for a second. You said that daemons like D A E M O N S, D A I, yeah, D A I, yeah. So the the daemons were uh, used as a character in Destiny during the. Um, simulated forest, whatever it was called. That's why I'm. That's why I was gonna ask. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, how does? I was trying so to. So daemons. Like... The usage of daemons from the Greek and Latinized form uh, started to be used in code speak for computer uh, literature uh, way later. Obviously, you know, sometime in the seventies, eighties, uh, and so when they were writing co- code in inside computers uh early on they would refer to certain packets as daemons uh and they're not necessarily bad but they they're basically there either they arise from you know bad coding or whatever you know i'm, I'm speaking to something i don't deal with daily but they either yeah. arrive, arise from bad coding or whatnot or uh, they're purposefully put into computer uh, language so that you can rewrite yourself out if something goes bad later on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's actually really interesting that that's, <clears throat> I never knew it. Apparently it's pronounced, it is still pronounced demon, even though it's D A E. Uh, 
but yeah, yeah. I just, lo- I just looked demons. that up. Yeah. Uh, demon <laughs> is a demon is a program that r- runs continuously as a background process and wakes up to handle periodic service requests, which often come from a r- remote processes. And yeah. Also, there you go. Uh, rather than being under direct control of blah, blah blah, so that's actually really yeah. interesting to to see. That's something that Destiny did with um within the infinite forest they had they had their demons basically blocking the path forward exactly that that was the yeah. task um, so I, I i try to i try to pronounce it demons just so that people can understand it's different and so the big the big the big thing about yeah. uh the demons as far as the code is if you think about them like what do they mean for uh computers um it's kind of like the white blood cells in your body. You know, they attack the viruses that might mm-hmm. come in or interfere, or they they uh, handle the bad processes that arise. You know, from you know bad communications between whatever language or code speak you're using at the time, hmm. stuff like that. So they're there. They have a specific job, and then basically, they almost have their own autonomy so that they can handle these things if they're woken up by bad code, like you had pointed out. Mm-hmm. That's that's really interesting to to bring it back to uh the infinite forest like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So <laughs> Yeah. We so um so this episode is is the one before season of the wish and we're going to be focusing a lot on um the the last like the very last secret of season of the witch as well as our predictions and hopes for the season. And so uh to just kind of kind of piggyback off of what you were saying about ill will how it how looking back at it we can kind of look back at it and think like particular genie for a particular wish is that the 15th wish and it's like did they have the 15th wish in mind all the way back in house of wolves and especially when it's like it's house of wolves it's the reef it's oh it's to do with mara which is where yeah. Riven is, which is where the wish wall is, which is where, excuse me, I imagine we're going to be, excuse me again, um, dealing with the new Ahamkara that we have. I am so sorry. <laughs> I keep, um, <clears throat> the new Ahamkara that we're going to, I'm assume, hatch between now and like. You know, on Tuesday, I think it's going to be like, all right, here's what happened over the last few weeks. We hatched the egg. Go, you know. Um, <clears throat> so if the if the drifter doesn't make an omelet out of it first, I'm sure he wants to. This is this is his one shot to do it. You know, he's never he's never going to find another another egg. Um, one fun thing that came from this is that a lot of people didn't realize that in uh, in Forsaken, when you were shooting the corrupted eggs, that you were shooting Ahamkara eggs. Yeah. yeah. Which is it, kind of baffling to me. I guess uh, people were just very objective-minded. They were just like, shoot thing. They're called yeah. eggs for some reason. I'm not. I'm not thinking any harder than that. And that's fine. Yeah. You know, live your life. um but so so uh the whole the whole plot of of um stopping zivu locking her from a throne world savathun on her wings was a code that our guardian figures out 
and is like, this is a wish. This is a wish that needs to be plugged into the wish wall. And it's the 15th wish, which has been like a, a destiny. Uh, what, what would that be called? Um, not Easter egg. Like legend, a destiny legend. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, com- a, a community legend since forsaken because it was data mined to exist. And the only string, atta- the only text attached to it was this wish you shall cherish. And so a lot of people just kind of took it as like, it's not a real thing. There is no 15th wish. They tried to brute force it. They were like, it's a thing. It's going to cause something to happen in the game. Nothing ever came of it. And everyone kind of moved on. And for a long time, I was under the impression that the 15th wish was made uh, because uh, because when you're in Forsaken, uh, the wish wall is how you get your wishes granted by Riven. And they're primarily used, entirely used to be used in the last wish raid which canonically after we go through that raid riven is no more there's no more wishes to to make so wishes one through 14 were made or not made on the the first last wish raid team uh adventure (laughs) and yeah and so because of that that would make the 15th wish, the fin- the last wish that Riven grants to Savathun. Using us as a battery, six god slayers uh, who wished for her death, using that, that energy as a battery, she made the wish that curses the Dreaming City to its three-week cycle. And so I was under the impression that the 15th wish was the last wish we now have new information that the 15th wish is its own new thing to be granted by a new ahamkara a particular genie for a particular wish if (laughs) if you will um nice and so now we are what are we like four years past forsaken four years since the 15th wish has been a thing yeah so now you go back and you think they had this all planned and it's like i think they did not specifics but i think the broad strokes in forsaken were planned i think they they had this idea for the 15th wish and they were like and there's gonna be one more ahamkara egg and it's gonna come up later and Savathun has it. Maybe Savathun didn't have it. Maybe they were like, someone will have it or it'll get found. You know, and they were just just ambiguous. There's going to be another Ahamkara somewhere that will grant Wish 15, which will do something. And then, you know, Forsaken, Shadowkeep. Shadowkeep comes out and they're like, we really need to, like, get this the ending of this story locked in. That's when they came up with their three-year plan for Beyond Light, uh, Witch Queen, Final Shape, or Lightfall. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's when they came up with their, their three-year plan. So just a year after Forsaken, they were like, we got this, and it's like, okay, ambiguous seed that we planted, 15th Wish, that's going to be there. That's going to be right there for Lightfall. And that's how, or maybe slotted into Witch Queen. 
So Savathun has it. They're going to get it in Witch Queen. They're going to use it in Lightfall to defeat the Witness, who at that point in time, I think in Shadowkeep, was the voice in the darkness, is what we were calling the Witness back then. Uh, yeah. Then Beyond Light came out. They realized, actually, we needed a fourth game. So they bumped the egg up one. So from Witch Queen to Lightfall. And then basically, same deal, right? Like, it's we're going to get the egg. We're going to get the 15th Wish. It's going to get us... It's going to get us the ability to continue fighting the witness and like just very broad strokes. It's not. And then they're going to fight Quoria and then they're going to have the splicers join them. And, and then Keitel's right. going to come hang out as none of that was like locked in set in stone. In my opinion, in forsaken, in my opinion, that was not set in stone, but they had this idea of a 15th wish that will one day be used. Hmm. Yeah, so, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I definitely think that they were playing with that all along. Yeah. <clears throat> kudos, kudos to them for uh, because y- you also have to think about it. Like, how many things they 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 long ago back in Destiny One they they actually referred to this as like planting seeds and maybe and maybe they'll grow. Right. And it's like how many seeds have they planted that haven't grown? Right. And that's why, that's why, that's why I constantly bring it up that the, the seeds and the growing is from us, you know, the game player. I mean, we're, Mm -hmm. we're the community that's, that's outside of the game, wishing for things to happen, wishing for new content to come in. We're the Ahamkaras creating the track that destiny runs down because we have this insatiable hunger for more from this game ever since its inception. Um, You know, so our hope, for the future is that <laughs> destiny will keep pouring content into the game that we want. Yeah. Right. And what do we want? We want whatever, you know, whatever we desire in the game is, is we want to know more. We want to have an answer. We want to have this, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's really cool. And they play with us in there. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like that particular 15th wish that was written in, uh, uh, you know, that was discovered, from a leak or whatever data mining whatever stuff like that you know they're fucking with this mm-hmm. right they're putting stuff in the game because they know we're looking for it we're trying to break the code we're trying to uh find out what's coming well before they're ever going to tell us yeah and so so from time to time they've thrown little things and little hints or they've even misled us intentionally so that we would try to you know so they could see what would happen, you know, see how insatiable we are, whatever, who knows, you know, um, I, I do like, I do like the whole idea about, uh, remember Medusa. Yeah. When we first discovered Medusa lore, you know, uh, a lot of that was brought out before we really had in-game content to kind of attribute it to. That was, that was unfortunate. Really... Yeah. And so there was this whole idea that, oh, my God, you know, or like when when Callus's uh, uh, little what were they, you know, the, the scribes that worked for Callus that were writing fanfic. Yeah, <laughs> this, this, they were the scribes. Yeah, but that yeah, was yeah. So that was writing... that was that was less uh, problematic, in my opinion, because. Yeah, because what you're saying with the Medusa, for those who don't immediately uh, pick that name up and know what it means, uh, truth to power was meant to be this like uh, every three weeks piece of story where you're you're going in 
and then coming out from like it's because it starts with it starts with it being Eris, right? I think it starts with it being Eris. And yeah. it's like as as the story progresses, it's like I'm not actually Eris. I'm actually uh, a war mind submind named Medusa. I'm not actually Medusa. I'm actually Coria. I'm not actually yeah. Coria. I'm actually Medusa. I'm not actually Medusa. I'm actually Eris. And it's like yeah. it's this like uh, I attribute it as as going into and then coming out of a labyrinth, like going into the center of the exactly. labyrinth and then coming yeah. out of it. And they wrote that <clears throat> they wrote. Uh, what was that whole chain where you had to, if something happens, go to here. Yeah. And they had two, that? they yeah. had two choose your own adventure uh, chapters yes. in that. Yeah. That was so good. And yeah. so it's very much like the Ahankara was fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, They're aware of your player and that's just a whole nother dynamic, you know, in the game. And that really, that really complicates things, but also it really kind of, solidifies a lot so so you you're you just gave me a thought and i want to ask you a question but before before i do that i just i also want to say uh a couple other good examples of seeds and maybe they'll grow is nezarek nezarek for for all for all they are might as well have just been like a throwaway nothing you know like they're they were only brought up in like these ambiguous terms and by people who are liars, AKA the, the, the drifter, <clears throat> but, and that's why I was very against the existence of Nezarek. I didn't believe Nezarek was a thing, but here we are. Nezarek's a thing now because people wanted it. Uh, and yeah. another one, uh, that people were really excited about was, uh, the, 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 Grimoire card for the Ghost Fragment Devils talks about how the House of Devils were in old Russia for some reason. They were looking for something underground. And then right next door, the Plaguelands, right underground, was Siva, the replication chamber. And it's like, oh, was that like from D1 vanilla? Was it always meant to go to Rise of Iron? And it's like, some people say Rise of Iron was just thrown together just to like give them another year and stuff like that. And I don't, I don't know the truth of that, but the fact is it appears to be, to have been a seed that got to grow. It might've not always been Siva, but it was something, it was something that they would find and use. And good call. Yeah. You know, uh, Bungie, Bungie has a lot to pull on. So when they did the same thing in Halo, when Halo first came out, they did the same thing. They, they had these uh, enigmatic figures that we knew nothing about, but they were they were building a universe and a world, and they had no flesh to it yet, you know. So they were just kind of laying a little bit of the bones and framework for what could potentially lie out in the universe. And so mm-hmm. some of the things that they threw in there were like the forerunners. What yeah. are the forerunners? <clears throat> you know, and uh, and as the story progressed, you know, you learn about the flood, which was, I think, a lot like what a lot of the little things in destiny ended up being, but just split out amongst a lot of enemies that we encounter. Mm-hmm. But I digress. All I'm saying is <laughs> Bungie has a history a very long history of doing this. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a, I have a question for you now yeah. that, now that, uh, now that we're going to get into 
Uh, oh, sorry. One more quick thing to anyone who's actually going to the witch wall, trying to, to brute force <laughs> the wish. We will not be act. We will not. If we are activating at a wish wall, it will be a unique load, uh, load point. It will not be the last wish raid because that is exclusively, uh, linked to the forsaken pack. So people who have oh, this funny. this season, but not forsaken, wouldn't be able to to do the the initiator for this season. So. It will be its own. Uh, we'll probably go to the wish wall. It'll just have its own node, like in the yeah. in the helm. <clears throat> but so now, getting on to season of the wish. Uh, what do we want to see? What do we think we're going to see? We have based on the 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 big banner image. It's a big portal, right? The the Ahamkar is coming out of it, just like Riven kind of came out of the darkness in the yeah. last Wish raid. Except we aren't facing the Ahamkar. We're coming out with the Ahamkar, which I think I mentioned on our last show. So it gives the appearance that we'll actually be working alongside this Ahamkar, kind of like how we did with Asa in Season right. of the Deep. And as you just mentioned, the Ahamkara are aware that we are players of a video game, and they want out <clears throat> thematically. Obviously, it's a video game; they don't actually know anything. It's just before sure. any before anyone thinks that I'm fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do Four you more. do you think that our new buddy Ahamkara will be talking to us, the player? Because this is our actual first chance oh, crazy. to have a dialogue <laughs> with an Ahamkara. Yeah, yeah. I hope. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That would be really funny. Uh, like, even if there was just something throwaway. Like, yeah, just, just like just like idle playing. chatter. Like, like, like imagine, imagine having, yeah. like, the room in the helm. You go through the portal or wherever the hell you go, and there's the Ahamkara sitting there, and you can just hang out with it, and it'll just have, like, idle dialogue. And it's like... That would be insane. It, maybe sometimes it'll say, like, tell me about your world. Is it more <laughs> real? Things like that. Just like, like yeah. just like subtle little things where it's like, what the yeah. fuck? What are you talking about? That's creepy, though, to think about. Like, be if, awesome. If we, if we team up with a Riven Ahamkara, and that's, like, how we gain access to, you know, to fight the witness and whatnot it's yeah. gonna be crazy i mean it's it's really just but now all we need is because i don't think the vex or the hive could ever really be on our side in any capacity ahamkara was the last one left well let me yeah. ask you a question so uh, so we know that the ahamkara uh can work with us in a somewhat um like harmonious way where they aren't constantly trying to manipulate us blah 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 because mm -hmm. we have you know we have long lore entries about it how they just were hanging out with mara and chilling and and having discussions and there were many different types of ahamkara but that being said do you <laughs> feel do you feel like do you feel like riven is doomed or i i think riven is already passed right so like how how could how could Riven play a role in all of this? I don't think they will. Other than okay, this It'll is this is new yeah, This is one of Riven's clutch. I think they called it. Uh, so the new Ahamkar, I don't think it'll be called Riven. I think it'll it'll pick okay. a new name for itself. 
Um, so and will I it think, be taken? No. Okay. Which is a, another a big difference between uh, Riven and this new Hamkara, because it was it was the one uncorrupted egg. So the egg that we captured from the the um, Embaro engine, the, the Embaro engine is potentially the Ahamkara that we could end up that we see in that picture. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one hundred percent like zero doubt in my mind what I think is going to happen. That uh, Riven Riven's not coming back for this. Riven has 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 ascended to whatever its next state of existence is as Well Ahamkara see that's why did. I thought that's why that's why I thought maybe Riven was just, you know, um bone or a statue or something at this point, and then mm-hmm. we have to hatch the egg and like Riven is talking to us to, to figure out how to hatch the egg or incubate it oh. or something or other. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think Riven's going to be involved at all. Although I'm sure okay. people are going to be very confused and be like, what, why isn't it called Riven? It looks just like Riven. And it's like, yeah, of course it looks just like Riven. They're not going to design a new fucking Ankara. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I was just kind of like curious about that because like if, it, if, uh, if Riven, you know, could just be bone at this point, like all the other Ahamkara ended up being, uh, how would they, like, how would we glean, glean that information to know that we need to hatch this egg to help go forward? Because, like, Savathun's gone. Well, Mara's knew, still, still around. So I imagine, she would have the answer, like the key to how to use it? I imagine, somehow. I imagine, I imagine Mara knows how, um, how to how to incubate the egg properly um okay. however and i'm i'm trying to find it i don't know if i'm going to be able to find it or if i am I, uh you'd mentioned <clears throat> that ahamkara were like chill or whatever right they were just like hanging yeah. out <laughs> hanging out with mara yeah. And one of my favorite cards from, from the Forsaken era, I think it was from Awoken of the Reef. No, it wasn't from Awoken of the Reef. It was from the other one, uh, Mara Senna. The Dreaming City, maybe? Uh, yeah, there it is. Azurim. Uh, the, the lore entry Azurim, it, it follows the an Ahamkara named Azurim who... Uh, is just hanging out with the Ahamkara and or hanging out with 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 the Awoken, and basically Azarim pulls like a um, the fuck is it called? Uh, Pied Piper. Who's 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 the guy that that played the played the flute flute and killed all the kids? <laughs> Killed all the kids. Yeah, because he he like cleared the town of all the rats, and then when the oh, when, when the adults yeah, wouldn't sure. wouldn't uh, pay him, he's like, "All right, well you, now I'm going to clear the town of all your kids." Like and, the Saint Patrick guy <laughs> with the snakes. Well, no, that was the snakes. But yes, yeah, very okay. very similar. Basically, that's what that's what Azarim did. I can't I can't talk and read uh, the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. so like, and Azarim said to those who knelt and raptured, come, let me sing to you of extinction. Let me sing to you of lives lost, lost in beautiful places. Oh, audience mine sing with me, sing. He bade them rise and led them singing down and away from the guardians of Asilia. 
He spread his wings and flew out into the empty air beyond the steep cliffs that bordered the gardens, and those who happened to glance toward the gardens from afar off pavilions, it seemed a merry parade, a joyous chorus, and they did not hear the singing stop, and they did not hear the bodies dashed against the shore below, and they did not see Azarim grow or laugh or flee. So it's like he 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 got them all like fucking twisted up in their head with song. <clears throat> And walks them off a cliff. They weren't just hanging out. <laughs> wow. It's like, why'd That's you do crazy. it? I was bored. You know, I just felt like it. <laughs> so having yeah. having an Ahamkara is going to be very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so much Ahamkara. Like, for what we know now, uh, mm-hmm. but still don't know about them. Uh, there's there's quite a bit of ahankara happenings, you know, in the game. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I think about I think about like early on when we were first getting hints of ahankara. We, you know, in D one, it was just like, oh, okay, this is just some kind of like back folklore story of what happened yeah. before, you know, we we were risen or whatever. And and so it was just kind of like, oh, these ahankaras existed at one time. They're not here anymore. But isn't this a neat little story about? I mean, well, I think that's. I think there's a part. There was like a time in in Destiny where that was actually the intention. Sure, <laughs> but we were so hungry, we were like, "No, we need more." And yeah. We were wearing the bones, you know. It's like, As I, I forget. I forget who actually said that. Uh, one of the one of the writers had said that. Like when they were writing the lore, they were writing it to be like, "Yeah, these are the guys that from the past. You don't need to care about them yeah. anymore. They they yeah. were their thing." <laughs> You are the star now, and then everyone was like, "But we want them," and it's like, "Yeah, yeah, uh, okay." And they had to like kind of play with it. Sure, that's funny though because uh, like we've gotten quite a bit of Ahamkara uh, lore since then, and mm-hmm. it all seems to be really kind of like it's somewhat humorous and dark at the same time. Just just most of the lore that's uh, uh, surrounding them. Um, mm-hmm. The Mara thing is like it's really big, obviously, because Mara is an en- en- enigmatic figure herself, mm-hmm. character herself, and uh, like we still don't know a ton of stuff. Um, but what we do know is that every single person in this damn game has made a wish. You know, uh, mentor-wise, you know, even even across the board, like like just anybody that ever encountered a Hanukara ended up wishing some way i mean you don't and know so we've that. got we've got lore that just supports like all of the different wishes that happened even yeah, but not everybody well you know what i mean okay like everybody that we that we are surrounded with on a day-to-day yeah. in the game yeah that's so fair. like it's the main it, the main cast cre- yeah the main cast so it's creepy to know that like for instance ikora you know, made a wish and it changed her as a whole. Like remember when I was talking about how Ikora is kind of one of my favorite characters, because Mm -hmm. in the past she was like a badass in the crucible, you know, this iconoclastic uh, warlock that was very punk rock. And she just was like, uh, you know, screw authority, screw any kind of ideology, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to submit to your hierarchy and, you know, and you know, that kind of thing. And then Mm -hmm. she ends up becoming the very thing that she was against at at first but in doing so she's rewriting and and creating a, a much more intelligent future for people and just trying to support you know like 
growth and, and ascension and whatnot, whatever. Mm -hmm. She's seen the follies of being a chaotic, you know, youngster out there in the universe. Uh, but how does she become who she is? Well, she made a wish and mm -hmm. it was an Ahamkara, you know, that, <clears throat> that helped make that happen. Yeah. So, so that's uh, creepy to think about. So I have, I have another uh, question for you for uh, yeah. what you, what you think will be happening uh, in next sure. season. Next season, we will be getting a new dungeon and I think we're actually getting it this Friday. So very soon we'll be getting a new dungeon. Do you think yeah. the Ahamkara will be involved with the dungeon or do you think it'll be like standalone? Cause I'm trying to remember last year's second dungeon and I can't. Honestly, I think it's, and it, I don't have anything to go off other than like, like the way that Bungie likes to present things. I don't think it's going to be Ahamkara related, the dungeon. You think the dungeon will be its own thing? Yeah, I think it'll be its own thing. It'll probably be, it'll, it maybe have some hints to the Ahamkara storyline, whatever, mm -hmm. or, or they'll, you know, they'll give us a reason to go in there because it's tied to some story element that has to do with an Ahamkara. However, I don't think it's going to be like themed around Ahamkara or any of that jazz or, yeah. or any kind of like whatever. Maybe, maybe, you know, it's, you got to get something that pertains to the egg and incubating it or whatever, or a scale or a bone or something that mm -hmm. could be a thing. However, I don't think the overall uh, like theme of the dungeon will be Ahamkara. I yeah, would so, love for it to be. <laughs> so, so dungeons generally are kind of like their own isolated thing, right? So like our most, yeah. most recent dungeon has been ghosts of the deep where we, we are, you know, kind of thanks to Asa going down <clears throat> into Titan where we find Oryx's body <clears throat> and we find more hive trying to fucking resurrect him still. And, yeah. uh, very sad for them. <laughs> we interrupt it again and, and like fuck up their plans again. Uh, yeah. but, but ghost of the deep had nothing to do with the necessary. What even was the point of deep? What did we accomplish in season of the deep? Um, we were breaking the chains of Asa and keeping uh, whatever from keep from making Sloan more taken. Because because we felt like the witness was doing all that. Because if the witness got a hold of Asa, then that would be really bad for us. Okay. And then it was um, uh, uh, Ziva Wrath. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, and to... and then Zivu Arat like that. It's like a fourth. Yeah, it's like a four-year-old telling a story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Se season yeah. of the Deep was kind of a miss for me, so I apologize for not really um mm. knowing what there... the hell happened in season of the Deep. <laughs> I just it's so fishing. bizarre. It's so, yeah, fishy. It's so bizarre <laughs> because like <laughs> it, it had the drifter helping us uh you know keep the taken from overwhelming um sloan yeah, yeah and then there was the egregore that <clears throat> got us to you know get in there was it just more because egregore Zeebo stuff because i can't remember like what what did we, we actually Zeebo, do we didn't want ziva to we didn't want ziva to get the taken ability is what was my understanding 
or the ability to take. take. I think she has that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think I didn't think she did. I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to I'm trying to base our previous dungeon on how integral to the story our new dungeon can be. <laughs> and Season of the Deep that was a mistake on my part. I shouldn't have done that. Um What was the dungeon before that? Was a bad that? One. Uh, that, that was, was the uh, uh, Spire of the Watcher, completely disconnected yeah. from the story. That was way off. Yeah. What was that about? Cowboys. <laughs> but not even. It was just Vex. Okay. And then the one before that was uh, the nine. Well, not the one before that, but the one with the nine. That one. Prophecy. What was, what was that about? Well, that one was actually really important, in my opinion. Prophecy, uh, while it didn't directly correlate with the story, um, it did pose the question of, like, what is the light and what is the dark? And why are they the same fucking thing? Like, neither one is actually actually good. They're both kind of just... They both kind of suck type of thing, (laughs) you know? Um, Yeah, they're they're, they're both there. Lore-wise, Prophecy me, was really good. Let me ask you. Do you okay. think we'll see Io? That would be interesting if they could finally... Because remember when, when, when we had Io like early in D2, they were like, and those bones are important. We're like, really? Yeah. And then they're like, and Io's gone. Yeah. So here, here, was, my, here was my thing. So we knew it originally when Io was brought to us and we saw all the big uh nautilus shaped shells yeah also like what the it, fuck why are there so many shells so so in the lore early on they explain all of the 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 features and io as being a byproduct of the fact that the traveler was stopped mid terraform mm-hmm. and uh that's scary so like yeah, I know. So, like, w- the traveler's terraforming Io, but then stopped. And so that's why it looks so bizarre. What is and, what is Io a moon to? Jupiter? What do you mean? Yeah. Io's a moon. What, what planet is it a moon to? Jupiter? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I was just asking. It's- well, there's four. There's four moons that go around Jupiter. Io is well, like m- the one we. There's more the than one four. That we could possibly, but. Well, the the Galilean. How do they say it? Galilean moons. Oh, I don't know. So, like of the of the moons that we could possibly like that are like specifically real moons. Yeah. There's four. Yeah, because I mean, I I know I'm wrong about it, but I cannot give up the idea that Saturn is the fundament, and thinking about a moon having ammonites on it it's just like well there you go there's even more proof <laughs> but never mind forget yeah, I, said. I know what you mean I, I know <laughs> what you mean i know what you mean like the gas giant yeah lore and and then the brown dwarf and all that yeah it's just it just it's just it'd be funny my, to me it'd be really funny to me if my, millennia my, uh, ago yeah go ahead uh, if millennia ago saturn was the fundament and the hive got off of the fundament and just went a big ass fucking circle around the universe and then came back. And they're yeah. just like, you know, it's so different now. They don't recognize it. One of the one of the early things that I thought of when we first got that uh, calcified fragment that spoke about 
the fundament and the brown dwarf and all that, one mm -hmm. of the first things I thought about will, was what if our solar system was in parallel to the solar systems that the hive and the fallen and all these other enemies were experiencing just on a different timeline and then some cataclysmic event brought them all here into the same universe. Hmm. I used to think like but that. But their soul systems, their soul systems were just different and altered, or younger, or older, or you know, whatever. Hmm. Anyway, so so, so we yeah, don't think that we don't think the dungeon will actually apply heavily to the story. Because I was going to ask, do you think the dungeon will be key to? I do not think because you keep saying like get an incubator or something. I think we're going to start. I think week one we're going to have that Ahankara. Yeah, maybe. Like it's well, not going to be a it's not going to be a the thing artifact, of the artifact the artifact picture that they that they showed off has um it's in a sensor. Do you know what that is? No. Okay, so the artifact uh, that they showed is in a sensor and so what that is is you know you know the little device that they use to spread uh um smoke around a room that's hanging from a chain? And it's like the incensor. Like, yes. Like, for yes. instance, like at the Catholic church, when they go down, the, then they spread the smoke mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. like in old, 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 like world, the scorn. Yeah. And in the old, old world, they used to walk around with it and uh, they would cleanse the area with smoke. Okay. Um, in that picture, what looks like inside the incensor is uh, it looks like an Ahamkara scale to me, but I, I can't glean anything from it. Well, I mean, so I'm. Uh, I, I yeah. would believe that there's an Ahamkara scale in it because I do not think we are going into this season just to get an Ahamkara at the end. I think we are starting this season with an Ahamkara. Like, like either after the, the finale of the, the first week, we will have the Ahamkara, or th at the beginning of the first week. It's like, all right, we hatched the egg. Here's your baby fucking Ahamkara. What do you want to yeah. name it? You know, like that's how, that's how Tuesday is going to start. Either that's how Tuesday's gonna start, or that's how like Tuesday's gonna end because people are just gonna do it all in one day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but effectively, I we are having that Ahamkara on Tuesday. Yeah. Is, yeah. is 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 my point? Okay. Because it's a, it's in the it's in the title card, you know. Just like I think Asa was in the title card for for Deep as well, so it's like yeah, Asa was there day one. It's like hey, check it out, Proto Worm Asa, and you'll figure it out later. You know, that's that's crazy, that's crazy. Well, okay, so the artifact is called Queen's Foil Sensor, so uh -huh. it's a queen, it's a queen foil sensor. And uh -huh. what do we know about Queen's Foil? Queen's Foil, I think back in. It goes it, back to the. It does. It goes back to the. Yeah, the mat, the lore, but the the picture of it, it very much looks like a scale or a bone that's sitting inside there. But I mean, I could be wrong. I could be way off. You know. Let me let me look this up. Uh, just type in uh, "season of the wish" artifact. Oh, I'm just looking up Queen's foil sensor. Yeah. I should have just done what you did. I'm not finding it. <laughs> anyway, that was my that was my thought because uh, you can tell it. It's almost like we're carrying it around, trying to cleanse areas with it, or somehow it cleanses us, maybe or something. 
that would be my implication or that would be my assumption as to what a sensor would be doing in our possession. Oh yeah, what the hell? That's those have to be Ahamkara scales. Yeah, or something, right? And and look on the inside of that. Uh look on the inside of that. There's like a little fucking like uh universe. Void ball or something. Yeah, like a yeah, yeah, universe. It's like uh it's like one of those little um spheres that Mara had. Yeah, so I'm gonna throw that up on screen. Um yeah. so yeah, clearly three Ahamkara scales slash potentially teeth. They kind of look like teeth. Yeah. Uh, they do look like on the, teeth, on the right. inside they have th- it, there's this like little like universe in there and i say universe because there's these like two little circles and then one big circle on the left on the left side there's two little circles with like cosmic emptiness between them and then on the right side it's one big circle so it's making me think is that like one solar system two solar system three big solar system you know yeah um it's interesting but i love how they put the little clasp on there as if you could open it and just add more oh my god there is a clasp on there yeah i wonder if this one will grow like all the other ones did in a way well yeah i mean they all they all have some form of um element to them yeah yeah uh yeah, so, and just to talk about Queen's Foil, because this is a Queen's Foil sensor, and so it's meant to, like, distribute the smoke around, right? To, yeah, like, exactly. To, like, prepare or whatever. Uh, see that plant? It's Queen's Foil. The leaves, carefully prepared, can be used to see into other planes, other realms, but the power of the vision can destroy the weak. Uh, that's Queen's Foil. It's highly poisonous, but when the leaves are properly dried and crushed, it can be used to induce... used to induce prophecy the risks are immeasurable that my mm. friend nasia was still in training to become a techian she, when my friend nasia was still in training to become a techian she dried her own queen's foil and tried to induce a vision it nearly killed her give that plant a wide berth um so you can actually find queen's foil in the dreaming city there's a few uh pilgrimage uh patrol missions where shirochi that's that's what I was reading. Cheryl Chi will tell you the deal about uh yeah what Queen's foil is, and that's why I was like, yeah, it'll it'll get you fucking high. Like, that's funny. <laughs> cano- canonically, it'll get you fucking high. Like, I'm not I'm not lying when I say that. Yeah, it unlocks it unlocks like the ability to see the path forward to whatever that you're. Yeah, doing. so do mushrooms. I re- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because we even had the the it was called the tincture of Queen's foil, which yeah. is like the the element that we used. Yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Oh. I'm excited. I'm I'm very Tuesday. excited. Two days. Um, two days. Yeah, two days. It, so, so I guess I guess um, we didn't really have much predictions. Do you have any predictions? It's hard to have predictions with so little. It is to know. I mean, I just kind of. I just kind of like, you know, basically said them, but I, I think that I think the dungeon, while it might have like some time to whatever, I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to be that. I think it'll be something else parallel to the story uh, to maybe get oh something cool. Okay. But, you know, like the armor set, uh, like a armor set and a weapon or whatever or series of weapons. 
Well, yeah, and and uh, Dungeons Exotic, which will be exciting. I was too. hoping, I was hoping that the dungeon. Here's my hope. Okay. Because it's not a prediction. I can't make a prediction. It's insane. Because Dungeons. I have one prediction. Predict. Yeah. Okay. My hope is that it'll be something from the past, and we go there and we get some really cool stuff from the past. Mm-hmm. Like not from the past, like time wise, but like armor that we used to have. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I really so, want some more D one stuff. So the way these seasons have been going, from from memory, because as time goes on, it gets a little harder to actually recall exactly. Um, every season so far, to my to my knowledge, has uh, we have we have a goal in sight. And we have a new ally that we have to work with. And that new yeah. ally, in order to work with us, it's like, you scratch my back, I scratch yours type of thing. So it's like, all right, so we're working with Asa. We're scratching her back. She's going to scratch ours. She's going to she's going to tell us the secret of the witness uh, that the witness is actually a mass of people. That's what it was. I fucking remembered uh, that the witness was this mass of people and like this is how it happened and this is the history of it. This is how it was created. Okay, cool. We're learning about our enemy. We're gonna we're gonna find its weakness. Uh, the enemy is inside the traveler. We need to get in there. And as it turns out, thank you, Asa. The only person that we can learn that from is Savathun. So we go through this trek of. New ally in Savathun. Yep. You yep. scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. She's like, I'll yep. tell you how to get in there, but you have to do something about Zebo Wrath. So we spend the weeks like building up yep. <laughs> the ability to deal with Zebo Wrath. We deal with Zebo Wrath, and Savathun's like, all right, here's your new ally. It's an Ahamkara. And we go, we need to go in that portal. And the Ahamkara is going to say, I can get you in that portal. First, you need to do something for me. And Boom. so I, I don't know what that something for me is. That's that's what I that's what I'm interested in. Because like, what can an Ahamkara want? That's a good. I like that. That's could a good it, track. Could it want to 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 come into reality? How awesome would that be if the whole season is like fourth wall break and it's just like this this fucking Ahamkara <laughs> is trying to leave the video game, and That'd then it's like really it, cool. it's like that's it. I did it. I'm out. And then it just leaves the it leaves the game forever, never to return. And you're just like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> like, did it really? Did we actually just do that? There it is. You guessed it. That's my that's my prediction. Reach out of your television screen and push its own off button. Be careful what you wish for. We're about to unleash an Ahamkara next season. <laughs> All right. Well, I I hope I hope you and I hope everyone listening and watching enjoys season of the wish. Uh, I hope it's a good one. I, I, I hope it's great. I Same. want the game to succeed. Uh, you know, there's there's no reason to be pessimistic. Uh, our next episode will be on December 10th. Yep. And then we might have to talk about Christmas Eve. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Uh, so that's going to be it for us this week. If you came in late and you want to find more about us, we are at Loose Cannon Show on Twitter as it is. Oh, wait. No, they moved it. They moved it. It used to be down. Now it's up. Uh, at Loose Cannon Show on as it is spelled <laughs> up there. Oh, wait. Wait. No, I'm in mod view. Maybe that's different. We're on Twitter. Find us on Twitter. Yeah. We're everywhere. <laughs> the episode will be up. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye.